Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From WNYC, it's Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. For much of this election, Hillary Clinton has been criticized for giving paid speeches to Wall Street executives and then refusing to release the transcripts. If you're going to be paid $225,000 for a speech, it must be a fantastic speech. A brilliant speech which you would want to share with the American people, right? That, of course, is Bernie Sanders, her opponent in the primary. And Bernie, well, thanks to WikiLeaks, we now have what could be those speeches, or at least some of them. So what does Clinton say to wealthy financiers behind closed doors? Is it as bad as her current opponent, Donald Trump, says? WikiLeaks, some new stuff, some brutal stuff. I mean, I'd read it to you, but the hell with it. Just trust me, it's real bad stuff. With me are two financial journalists who have been reading the speeches and talks, William D. Cohen and Sheila Kohatkar. And Sheila, what did she say? Well, I think the most shocking observation, at least that I had uh, reading these speeches or speech excerpts, was that she uh, doesn't say anything really that outrageous. And she seems to simply be very comfortable around Wall Street bankers. And I don't think that's going to surprise anyone. She's a centrist establishment candidate. She's very comfortable around wealthy, powerful people. She speaks to them like old friends. And that that was the big takeaway for me. I mean, she's just comfortable in this environment. Bill, were you surprised? Was there anything that stood out to you that is revelatory? To Sheila's excellent point, the revelation was how non-revelatory they were, how well she understands, frankly, the way capital markets work, how Wall Street can be a bit of a black box for uh, regular Americans. I mean, she was talking about how when people try to explain to her what a credit default swap is, you know, she loses the train of thought after about five seconds. Uh, and so she assumes that the American people do too. And I think she also made clear that she understands that too much regulation is not a good thing and that we kind of need smart regulation and that maybe, as she said, Dodd-Frank was done for political reasons and not necessarily the best uh, regulation that could be fashioned after the crisis of 2008. So, Sheila, if you are a progressive, if you are a Bernie Sanders supporter, were you right to be worried, though, when you read these transcripts that are purportedly uh, what she said to Wall Street executives? Uh, do you come away from and thinking it's exactly what I thought? She is just a stooge of Wall Street and, you know, will do their bidding. So I think the people who are looking for evidence that she is literally sort of taking money from these people and turning around and doing their bidding will be disappointed by the comments she made in these speeches. However, there's definitely a strain of cynicism you can kind of pick up and a bit of a jokey sort of, um, you know, at one point she even said, well, I understand that in order to kind of sell things, you have to present them in different ways to different groups of people. So, yes, I think a hardcore progressive voter might feel that that's – a little too um, kind to the bankers. A little too friendly. A little too friendly. She was not rude. She was not spitting in their faces. Uh, it's true when she's she's giving her stump speech, she's, she's much harsher. But I, I don't think it should really shock anyone that she's going to be polite to them when she goes in there. You know, I think largely it's in the eye of the beholder. Bill, these emails, now they haven't been confirmed by the, the Clinton campaign that these speeches and these emails are actually accurate or that they're from them. Do you think Clinton's uh, refusal to officially release the transcripts and then seeing what she actually says in these WikiLeaks documents, does it give you a sense of foreshadow, should she win the election, how she reacts to situations when challenged of, I'm going to stand on principle and not provide this, even if there's nothing in there? 
Look, I mean, I think we're all sort of waiting to see if, if Hillary is going to govern differently than she campaigned. You know, she's always been very secretive and closed and paranoid as a campaigner. And I think maybe a lot of people are thinking, well, once she gets the prize that she's had her eye on for 25 years, she's going to govern very differently than she campaigned. Uh, you know, maybe she'll govern in poetry as opposed to prose and will be pleasantly surprised. I mean, I think expectations are very low for her, unlike uh, Barack Obama, where expectations were very high and he tended to disappoint uh, in the reality. I think maybe expectations for Hillary are kind of low on the governing front. Uh, maybe she'll surprise us to the upside. One of the things that's been a big concern is whether or not if she were to win Wall Street, uh, executives will work in her administration. Looking at these speeches, do you think that's likely to happen? I think there's a good chance she will go back to the same well that many other Democratic candidates, including Obama, have gone to to sort of find their centrist uh, advisors who have experience in Wall Street. And, you know, at several points in the speeches, she says to these Wall Street guys, you guys are so smart. You know, they love hearing that. You guys are really, really smart. We would be remiss not to tap into your expertise. And she at one point said, I think it's really important for people with real business experience to have a role in shaping policy. And you cannot just have academics from their ivory tower telling everyone what to do. So that does suggest she's going to be leaning a little bit in that direction. However, uh, there's a very strong contingent they'll be pushing back, uh, Elizabeth Warren being one of them. Bill? Well, she's absolutely positively correct. First of all, not all Wall Street people are evil. Not all Wall Street people need to be blamed for every economic ill that we have suffered uh, in the last eight years. And you need people with expertise in Washington who are, frankly, willing to give up incredibly high-paying jobs to uh, come to Washington to lend their expertise to leaders in government about how the markets work and about Wall Street. I mean, this idea of Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders that you can never have a Wall Street person in your administration and under no circumstances do we ever want anybody with Wall Street expertise coming to Washington, that is shooting yourself in the foot. Banks need to do what they're good at, which is to you know lend money to small businesses and big businesses and get this economy back growing faster than either 1% or 2%. And people like Elizabeth Warren uh, and her demagoguing on this issue make it very difficult for that to happen. And I think Hillary Clinton will recognize that and will turn that around. At least that's the promise at the moment. Striking fear into the hearts of Bernie Sanders voters <laughs> everywhere. Well, one one last thing I wanted to just bring up was that one of Wall Street's big triumphs, I think, from their perspective, is that they have made themselves so complicated. And what they do is so complex and confusing that it's true. It would be really hard to kind of regulate them without someone who had been on that side of the economy because it is just baffling what they're doing. They're, you know, they're securitizing things, as Hillary made that joke about someone explaining credit default swaps. I mean, you kind of need one of them to come explain exactly what they're up to. I don't think Elizabeth Warren fully understands, and partly that is by design. Well, Sheila, Bill, thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you, Charlie. William D. Cohen is a financial journalist and wrote about Clinton's Wall Street speeches for Vanity Fair. And Sheila Kohatkar is a staff writer at The New Yorker, where she writes about business and Wall Street. For WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.